0: In this week's episode...
1: One of my favorite pieces of feedback to receive is when I hear someone say, I'd stopped checking my blood sugar for years. Now I'm back on track. I was so terrified of the needles that I let my health go by the wayside.
0: But before we get into that, everything you hear on the Insulone Podcast is from my own personal experience. And if you have any worries or issues regarding your diabetes, please contact a medical professional. Now, let's get stuck into this episode. Good afternoon and welcome back to the Insalone podcast with myself, Owen Costolo. And if you listen to this podcast, you obviously know who I am. You, You know my name, but because we are getting so many new listeners recently, I felt I should just reintroduce myself and say hello if this is the first ever episode you have listened to. And if it is, it's a great first episode for you to join us. Because this week I had the pleasure of having the CEO of PIP, Josh Pittman on the podcast. And if you listen to this podcast, I'm sure you've heard myself and Graeme talk about PIP for quite some time now, and they are our proud sponsors. And basically, myself and Graham wanted to do this episode with Josh because nowadays you see companies and brands and advertisements and all these kind of things all the time, and... We wanted to do this episode to show an outline that PIP is so much more than just a diabetes management brand or company. And myself and Graham were really picky about who we wanted to work with on this podcast because, as you know, we are incredibly passionate about redefining diabetes with this podcast and really putting as much content out there as we can to help And benefit people living with type 1 diabetes or all types of diabetes. So, we wanted Josh to come on to speak about PIP and to give us an insight into why it's so much more than just a company, the story behind it, his passion behind it, and his drive behind a similar sort of purpose to my drive in the sense that we both really want diabetes to be as easy as possible for anybody out there affected by the condition. So, Throughout this episode, you can see and feel that passion. And as Pip and Josh say themselves, the goal for them is to help diabetics overcome the fear of needles with painless lancets, pen needles, meters and strips. It is so much more than a company. And even from a business standpoint, I'm always fascinated to have in-depth conversations like this. So I really enjoyed it. I know you will too. And I'll chat to you soon. Josh, you're massively involved within the diabetes world now at this stage but where did it start for you because i'm aware of the fact that your own mother lives with diabetes and we've had parents of diabetics on this podcast before but we've never had a person whose parent lives with diabetes so as a child what was your experience of diabetes or had you any involvement around your own mother's diabetes frankly i didn't know what it was i was probably 10,
1: 12, 13 years old, when my mother, who at the time was in her mid to late 40s, she would talk about having pre diabetes. She would talk about going to the doctor and the doctor warning her that if she didn't get her blood sugar under control, if she didn't get her diet and exercise under control, she may come down with diabetes. She may need to prick her fingers, things of that nature. And It wasn't until I was in college that my mother was diagnosed with diabetes. So I I didn't see the finger pricks taking place in the home setting on a regular basis. And throughout college, I knew she had diabetes. I didn't really know much about it. I didn't know what it did to your body. I didn't know where it came from. I just knew it was something that my mother had and, and something that she dealt with. My biggest exposure to diabetes was when I took a job in 2007 with a company called Diabetes Care Club. They were a private equity backed company. I was doing accounting and finance for this business, and we were a direct to consumer mail order diabetic supply company. If you're in the U.S., you might remember the commercials with. Wilford Brimley and Liberty Medical and the late night TV commercials that were selling products to individuals on Medicare. And that's what my company did at the time. And when I was working for that company, we did a lot of TV advertising. The company was started by a gentleman who was a big direct marketer and they did a lot of TV advertising. And I recall all of our advertisements that we ran on TV were around the meter and the next gimmick that we were rolling out on the meter that we had. We were the first company in the country to launch a talking glucose meter, which was a great product at the time. A lot of our clientele was over the age of 65. They were on Medicare. They were older. And so hearing was a real issue. But Something that my CEO and I kicked around at the time but never actually moved on was running an advertisement about lancets, about the finger stick. Because we had just switched over to a thinner needle, a smaller needle, and we thought our patients would like this. And at the time, I thought to myself... This is the thing that pierces your skin. This is the thing that draws blood. This is the thing that causes the pain. This is the thing that people have real challenges with. Why is no one talking about the finger stick? Why are we only talking about the meter, the number on the meter? And now fast forward 15 years from then, it's all coming full circle with Pip. So, After working for that company for about three years, it was great experience, learned a lot. The company grew like crazy. I think at the time I left, we had grown from about 20,000 patients in the U.S. to about 250,000 patients in the U.S. So learned a lot about running a business, learned a lot about supply chain distribution, products, finance, accounting, all those sorts of things. And I really wanted to go out on my own and do my own thing. Working for that company, I found a mentor. The mentor approached me and suggested that if I ever wanted to start a business or purchase a business, he'd be willing to help me out. And that opened up a whole new world of possibilities for me. At the time that I left Diabetes Care Club, I was 28 years old, had never run a business, and we found a company called MediCorps. They were owned by a much larger conglomerate. And they sold a lot of products into the blood banking space. So we, I bought this business, MediCorps started running it. We had a lot of trials and tribulations early on, lost some big accounts, kind of learned some business the hard way. But one of the first products that we launched was a safety lancet, a single use lancet that was used in blood banks and blood centers when they would perform hemoglobin checks before you donate blood. They would check your hemoglobin levels. So, we launched single use Lancets within MediCorps because in the year 2000, I came to learn the CDC, the Center for Disease Control in the US, passed a mandate that all healthcare institutions would provide safety devices to their employees if they might be exposed to bloodborne pathogens or sharps. And so, Single-use lancets have been used in hospital and clinical systems in the U.S. for over 20 years. So that was a natural product for us to launch in that business. Fast forward about 10 years of running MediCorps, we had picked up a number of hospital contracts. We sold millions of these things all over the U.S. We service about 2,500 hospitals nationwide today. But I'd hear patients calling in that had been in the hospital and used our product and would ask, Hey, I've never seen anything like this. This thing is phenomenal. It's painless. It doesn't hurt. It's easy to use. They used it on me in the hospital. And I was just wondering if I could purchase a box. Well, we were selling pallets and cases of these things, shipping them to major medical distribution companies across the U.S., We weren't really set up for direct-to-consumer fulfillment, but we figured out a way to sell a box or two here and there to individuals that would call in requesting the product. After doing that for about six months, I had a couple of experiences take place, one of which was my wife was pregnant, and she wasn't diagnosed with gestational diabetes, but her blood sugar was a little bit out of whack during the pregnancy. And so the doctor prescribed her a glucose meter and some standard lancets, the kind that most people still use, and sent her home with these things to check her blood sugar a couple of times a day. And after checking it once or twice, she commented on how painful it was and how she hated it and loading in the new needle and all that stuff. And obviously she only had to do it for a few weeks, but even for just a couple of weeks, she noticed this seems just archaic. And she said, Could I use some of your products to check my blood sugar? And I said, absolutely. So I, of course, had a warehouse full of these things. And I I gave her a couple of boxes and she used our products and commented on how much better they felt. And even though we'd been married and running a business together for 10 years, she'd never used the product. She never had any reason to. That was one experience was my wife having to use it when she was pregnant about the same time, my mother came to visit for the weekend, and at the time, we had at least one, I think maybe two small children under the age of two that would crawl around the house and get into stuff and open up drawers. And when they came to visit, they'd go through their suitcases and pull stuff out. And I asked my mom, I said, what do you do with your old lancets and pin needles after you use them? I'm just curious, you know, just make sure the kids don't get in them. And she said... Oh, oh, I keep those very safe. I've got a special container that I travel with and I, I put the used lancets in that. And I said, what do you think about those lancets that you use? And she's a very animated lady. She said, <laughs> oh, these things are, oh, they're awful. They're painful. They jab your fingers. They leave bruises on my fingers. And I said, well, why don't you try some of these? And so I gave her a box of of our Metacore lancets. They're actually called Ready Lance. And she said, sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll try these. How do you use it? And I showed her, she said, wow, that's, that's way easier. She said, when I check my blood sugar in the morning, I'll, I'll use these and I'll let you know what I think. And the next morning we were down there eating breakfast with the kids and she came walking down and she said, this is a godsend. Where do you get these things? Can I buy some? I said, mom. I've been selling these things for 10 years to hospitals all over the country. You know, they're available. And she said, well, you need to start telling people about them because this is a game changer. And so it was a few experiences like that, as well as some experiences with my team, where eventually it dawned on us, Owen, that even though single-use lancets have been widely used in hospital systems for over 20 years, there is an enormous amount of people out there that have never even heard of such a technology. And so I had a lot of these experiences. And and finally, I decided we need to do something about this. This is something that everybody should know about. I started thinking back to the CDC and I started researching statistics about accidental needle sticks. And currently, 385,000 accidental needle sticks occur in the healthcare setting every year. There's several hundred thousand accidental needle sticks that occur in household garbage from needles disposed in household garbage. So that means the garbage man, someone taking out the trash, kids, dogs, pets, people on a sort line if they're in recycling materials anywhere down the line. And it dawned on me that single use lances should be the standard of care everywhere, not just in hospitals. At the time, it didn't make sense to mandate that because it was a brand new technology. But this is a pretty mature category, and I think that we can change the game. I think that we can make single-use lancets the standard of care in the home setting. If you're going to do finger pricks, and obviously with the, the onset of CGMs and flash monitors and things like that, it's significantly reduced the number of finger sticks that occur in the home setting. But there's still a lot of people using glucose monitors and doing finger sticks. So after we realized this is definitely something that we wanted to explore, we sent out lots of samples to individuals, got a lot of feedback on the product, ultimately redesigned the product to make it smaller, even easier to use, designed the size of the product with a smaller, shallower needle, In the healthcare setting, people use really big needles, and so they go pretty deep. Mm -hmm. But we wanted to design something that would appeal to a much wider audience and someone who, again, nowadays, glucose monitors need like 0.6 microliters of blood. I mean, it's a very, very small amount of blood. And so we redesigned it with a shallower, smaller needle. And that's when we started PIP. And we're on this journey currently Mm -hmm. and trying to get the word out to everybody. We've had several thousand customers try the product. We've got several thousand people on subscription for the product. And I think that what keeps me going, Owen, is the feedback that we get from our customers. Very early on, we were hearing things like, wow, this is amazing. This is the greatest thing since sliced bread. This is one of my favorite pieces of feedback to receive is when I hear someone say, I'd stopped checking my blood sugar for years. Now Mm -hmm. I'm back on track. I was so terrified of the needles that I let my health go by the wayside. And so now I'm looking at other things. Needle phobia. Needle phobia is a real thing. 10% of the population suffers from needle phobia. They are literally terrified of the needle. Well, diabetes doesn't discriminate. Mm -hmm. You know, so. 10% of people with diabetes have a legit needle phobia. They're terrified of this thing. And if you're listening to this podcast and you have diabetes, and if someone has ever told you that you just need to get over it, well, you may not. It's a real thing and you're not alone. And that's what we're trying to, to help with. So we receive so much good feedback about it. We've recently made a push to roll it out to the diabetic educator community, the endocrinologist community. They love it. And... I think we're doing a great thing and uh, really looking forward to what the future holds.
0: Mm. I think even just touching on the reviews and the feedback that you've had from hundreds, if not thousands of customers, I love how you can see that on the website. And I was reading through some of the reviews only recently. And what it really kind of highlights is the reality of, like you said yourself, Josh, 10% of diabetics have a legitimate needle phobia. And what we speak about a good bit on this podcast is the fact that, yes, all diabetes essentially is the same, but no type 1 diabetic is the same. No diabetic is the same. And we all have our own unique experience or relationship with it. And if we have a fear of needles, that can massively dictate how well we actually manage the condition. And I've even spoken to a large number of people over the years who have that genuine fear and if there is a product and like i said you can see it so clearly on the website if there is a product that is easier for people to check blood sugar than sometimes feeling as if a traditional lancet is like a sword <laughs> you know right. um, when if you're less afraid of tech or or needles that you're using you're a lot more inclined to check your blood sugar more regularly and then as a result you're inevitably going to be benefiting your health because you're more aware of what your blood sugar is actually doing. And again, something we touch a lot on this podcast is having the information around your blood sugar and understanding how different foods affect your blood sugar, how exercise affects your blood sugar. You put yourself in a really good position health-wise, short-term and long-term. And I think that's what stands out to me so much, purely even just by the website, I read one and it said, my son is diabetic and getting him to test his blood sugar was so hard. So finding Pip that didn't hurt him was a game changer. So Mm -hmm. in my mind, I can see a parent with a young child trying to check their blood sugar, who is very reluctant to because of traditional needles. And I think Pip kind of bridges that gap between the fear and actually realistically checking your blood sugar on a regular
1: basis and one thing to point out the fear is a real thing i highlight the 10 percent that have needle phobia there are no statistics out there that show well how many people just don't really like needles my gut would tell me that very few people actually like needles (laughs) so (laughs) there's varying degrees of hate or disgust towards needles some people tolerate them better than others might be a better way to put it but What we've also found about PIP is that there's so many various reasons that people use the product. If you're 80 years old and you've got poor dexterity, loading and unloading the lancing device can be a real challenge and create accidental needle sticks. So it makes it easier to use. If you're a child and you're recently diagnosed and maybe you have to go to school and check your blood sugar at school, but the parent wants to make sure that the child is using a clean needle every time, there's no better way to ensure that your child is using a clean needle than giving them a needle that can only be used once and giving them five or six of them to get them through the day or whatever they need. There's a whole host of reasons, just convenience, the ability to Not have to worry about where you're throwing your lancet. This is a product that every year we've got three garbage collectors that come by my house every week to pick up our garbage. And every year I give them a Christmas present. And I thought about those guys here recently because we're around the holidays. And I thought of all the lancets and pin needles and things like that that are in the garbage, it's a benefit to those individuals, Mm -hmm. to just society as a whole. And frankly, it's just a lot easier as opposed to twist off, load take off the cap for a standard Lancet, this thing, you can have it done in just a quick second, one or two seconds.
0: When you read through and even hear of the reviews and, and the experience and the benefit that the customers have using the products, Josh, does it make you more motivated to keep growing the business because you can see firsthand the impact that it
1: has? Absolutely. Absolutely. The customer reviews have been coming for a couple of years now. So those have been ongoing, but one of our biggest pieces of validation was this summer we went to Baltimore for the annual Diabetes Educator Trade Show. And as a business, we've done trade shows over the years with our hospital grade product. But this was our first trade show where we took PIP to the show because it was specifically for diabetic educators. And I kid you not, we were the busiest table in the auditorium. (laughs) There were lines of people coming to see this thing. And sometimes the greatest advances in technology are just sitting right beneath your nose. They were there the whole time. You just never thought to make it available nationwide. And so it's a simple technology, but we feel that it's highly effective. And coming off of that trade show and seeing all that validation from the healthcare community,
0: was kind of the first big one. So looking back at that kind of diabetes educator event, Josh, why do you think there was a line for PIP above all else? What do you think set you apart that day? And what do you think does set you apart?
1: It's simple. It's straightforward. It's easy to use. And for people who are newly diagnosed that don't yet qualify for a CGM or People are newly diagnosed and maybe they never qualify for a CGM, but they have to deal with the needles. This is just no brainer for many people. Again, I don't have diabetes myself, but what it must be like to walk into a doctor's office, maybe you've had prediabetes, maybe you're finding out for the first time and the educator or the doctor showing you all these devices, a meter, a test strip. Talking about glucose and blood sugar and lancets. Who outside of the diabetic community and the medical community knows what a lancet is? <laughs>
0: <laughs> probably probably so
1: you're sitting in the doctor's office and you're like, what is this thing called? <laughs> it's a lancet. Well, it's like a sword, but you're getting flooded with all this new information and your life is about to change forever. I recently spoke to an educator on a call. And she said, when we train a new patient on how to manage their diabetes, we spend a good 10 to 15 minutes trying to teach them how to use the Lansing device. And they've been huge advocates of our product because it simplifies that whole process. They say, hey, just use this. And it's very natural. Twist off the cap, press against your finger. There's your blood drop. So it's just very intuitive. It's a very intuitive product, and we're excited to be the ones to roll it out. Mm.
0: With all of the different variables and all the things that go through your mind living with type 1 diabetes, and even while I record this podcast, I constantly feel as if, what's my blood sugar at? You know, I need to check my blood sugar. And it's these thoughts that can consume some people that live with diabetes and can very overwhelming at times for people living with diabetes so as pip's products help simplify that how do you want a diabetic who uses pip to feel as a result of the products
1: living with diabetes can be overwhelming as you just suggested you know constantly thinking about blood sugar and all those things and especially for people that are newly diagnosed, it can be even more overwhelming because they don't know what products to use. They don't know how various foods impact their bodies or what types of exercises impact their blood sugar. And so it's just confusing and overwhelming. And I want customers that use PIP to just feel like they have more control, to feel more confident and they test their blood sugar, to feel that they can do this to feel that it's a little bit easier than they might've thought. I'm trying to make labs a little bit easier.
0: So what's next for Pip, Josh, with everything that's happened in the last number of years for you, where do you see Pip in the diabetic world over the next
1: five, 10 years? Recently, we have expanded our product line. We now offer pen needles and glucose monitors as well, all with the intent of simplicity. Our pin needles are not overly complicated. It's a pin needle. What I find is that insurance companies and, and big brand name manufacturers, especially here in the US, boy, the prices that they're charging for these pin needles are just astronomical. Mm-hmm. And so for someone with a high deductible plan or we found them to be very expensive, we've launched pin needles and a lot of our customers have, have come to that. We've got a glucose monitor, simple, straightforward, gets you a reading. It doesn't come with all the, the Bluetooth technology that talk to watches and upload to platforms and things like that. We'll eventually get there, but uh, we wanted to get a solution out as quickly as possible that can just make managing your diabetes a little bit easier. As we move forward as a company, our biggest goal for next year is to get the product into widespread distribution across pharmacies and, and the wholesalers across the U.S., One of our biggest challenges as a company in our growth has been the ability of individuals to purchase the product over the counter and use their insurance to help pay for the product. And so that's a big push for us next year, just because it's so ingrained in our culture here in the U.S. that you should get medical products at your local pharmacy. And so building out our distribution channels meeting people where they are, making the product more widely available is our biggest goal for the next couple of years. My ultimate goal is that PIP becomes the standard of care of lancets and standard lancets may be around for forever, but I'd be curious how many people would try PIP and still choose to use standard lancets. So yeah, we've got big aspirations and goals and just want to impact as many lives as we
0: can. Well, even from a personal diabetic standpoint, I would love if PIP did become the standard because I've had plenty of experiences in the past, Josh, where I've been been using my traditional lancet and it's just the needle has been far too big and it's almost as if I've quite literally stabbed myself with a sword. So to have PIP and to know the difference between how it feels, the lack of pain, the lack of time, the lack of effort, and even just again from a personal standpoint, to know the team and the story behind pip, it makes it so much more real to know how passionate you are all about, essentially, much like us, trying to redefine diabetes as a whole, so it's a it's a fantastic product, and I can only expect big things from the company so with all that, then Josh. Where can people find out more about PIP? Where can people access or sign up for subscriptions and see all the products that we've been talking about today?
1: So to find out more about PIP, you can find us online at hellopip.com. There you can browse all the products that we've got, sign up for subscriptions, join our email list if you want to get special promotions. And we're also active on Instagram, Facebook, if you wanted to find out more there. And uh, hopefully we'll be at your pharmacy soon.
0: And all of the links that Josh has been speaking about will be in the description below. So you can go on their website, you can sign up for newsletter, make sure you follow them on Instagram, because as you can already tell, PIP is more than just a product. It's a passionate story. And also on Instagram and on their website, they have blogs and really, really helpful resources around how to actually manage diabetes with food, exercise, travel, tips for loved ones of people living with diabetes. So again, it is much more than a product and there's so much you can gain and learn from Pip. So check all of that out. We'll chat to you soon.